This is Ed Van Ness. And I'm John Shannon. You found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. You can catch us live every Saturday at 10 a.m. by downloading the Radio TFI app. Enjoy the show. Adios. See ya. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428, on Twitter, at Taxi Standout, from a payphone, call collect. It's Saturday, February 29th of 2020. And you are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour here on Radio TFI. Also, a shout out to those who are listening on the various podcasts here along the Radio TFI network, including SoundCloud and all the rest. So, from the uh, from the Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota, I'm John Shout. Holy buckets of bolts. What the <laughs> hell just happened? Just continue on, sir. Continue on. Don't worry about there me. Has, uh, I am here to report right now there is an earthquake <laughs> happening at the Radio TFI executive corporate tower. Everything just started going haywire. It looked like Ed fell out of his seat. Uh, Mr. Ed Van Ness, good morning. Are you all right? <laughs> Good morning, kids and kittens. Good Lord. <laughs> Hashtag big time professional radio. Right off the bat, we uh, we, we had a little situation with our uh, with our video control uh, that beams directly off the satellite into the Northern Command Center from deep, deep down in the bunker here. And uh, mm. it, uh, I I'm telling it, you, I understand there was a little rattling from uh, from John's side. Uh, but we're fine now. Everything is, everything is. I, I dropped my iPad. I, that's John and I are in video contact through Skype. Uh, it's got nothing to do with this. What we're broadcasting on now, but just so we can see each other and make eye contact with each other. Uh, and my, <laughs> I touched it. And it, see, this is my problem. I touch things and just nothing good comes of it. But. Yeah, well, when you live by redneck engineering, you die by redneck engineering, I ain't guess. That, ain't that the truth? <laughs> ain't that the God's honest truth? <laughs> oh, goodness, goodness me. Well, it's been an eventful week, uh, yeah. if nothing else here, this last week. We're going to have a lot to cover here. Uh, Before- Jesus, we're probably going to be all over the map. Before we, st- before we start, I'm going to say this now. We're going to repeat it early and often during these next two hours. Uh, and all kidding aside, if you have any questions at all about the uh, this coronavirus, go to cdc.gov. Go to the Center for Con- Disease Control 
website, cdc.gov. Do not depend on anything coming out of the White House. Please, if you have questions, exactly. if you're wearing if you're wearing a mask, wonderful, have at it. But but for the most part, whatever information you need, the Centers for Disease Control, cdc.gov. I can't stress that enough. And wash your hands. Yeah, we'll don't t- we'll try get to more. take. We don't take anything we're going to say here over the next two hours too awfully serious because you know we're going on news reports and everything like that, and we're not here to try to be your information source. Um, not as far even as that goes. With the little, yeah. Well, this is true too. You know, even with the little levity that I I took in putting out our tweets here. Uh, uh, weak, weak. With. Oh come on! Weak. I thought it was. I thought it. You and five billion <laughs> other people, Corona. Uh, well, well, hey, join join the. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you gotta feel actually. You gotta feel sorry for those who, the manufacturers or the brewers or whoever markets Corona, right now. I mean, they're having a hell of a time. Well, you know who I also feel but, sorry uh, for is uh, people that operate Chinese restaurants. Oh yeah. Because people are staying away from them in droves thinking that's how they get the virus. And that is not true. I'm staying away from Chinese restaurants in droves like I have for the past 60 because years. I hate it. I was going to say, you don't like Chinese food. I, I, a, I even know that. I'm a trendsetter as far as that goes. I've been avoiding them <laughs> long before it was popular to do so. Oh, All right. by the way, happy leap year. Yes, yes, yes. Happy uh, Leap Day. Happy Leap Day. It's uh, it, you know, uh-huh. it, it's a fun day for all those poor, unfortunate souls born on February 29th. Because, you know, I just I just watched a story on TV. A woman turned six. You know, she's been alive for sixty years, but she just had her fifteenth birthday, and she said, "Oh, it's much uh... better than." She said, "It's much better this time around." <laughs> <laughs> So yes, and go ahead. Yeah, and and of course, again, as uh, was pointed out by Mister Mike King uh, earlier here, if you want to join in on this conversation, seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. By the uh, way, that that wasn't go, that, that wasn't Mike King. Oh, was, but didn't he? Uh, no, you're you're. Oh, was that of, Gerald? Yeah, hold on a second. This is Mike. Hi, this is Mike King. You want to talk to the guys at the Taxi Stand Hour? Call us at 754-800-CHAT. That's 754-800-2428. Join the conversation. Hang on a second. Gerald! Yes? Why don't you come in and sit down for a while? Yes, sir. All right, let's explain who you are. Okay, now, what's your name? My name is Gerald. We thought so. Uh, could you say good morning to John, please? Good morning, John. Good, good morning, kids morning. and kittens. Hey, hey, Gerald, don't be pushy. John, got anything you'd like to uh, uh, say to Gerald this morning? Oh, why don't you go back in your uh, cave for right now there, Gerald? You are incredibly rude. Thank you. <laughs> I'm afraid I must job. be going. Okay. So... You, you, you hire this guy and he thinks he's going to take over right away, man. What I will be sitting quietly in my booth until needed. Okay, thank you, Gerald. He's oh, going to be okay. in, the, in the announcer booth. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye, Gerald. Go 
Go sit. Go lay right. down by your dish. Yes, yes. He's leave him alone now. He's he's quietly curled up in his booth now. Now <laughs> now, now last week we forgot to do our our Uber and Lyft updates, which uh, our stock updates, which is really really something uh, to see the comparison now. So mm-hmm. two weeks ago, Uber was at thirty nine sixty six. Last week they had bounced up to forty dollars and seventy two cents. How big of a drop do you think they took this week, John? Oh, you well, know. I'm going. I'm going. <laughs> they dropped. Yeah, thir- I, I, I do know. They dropped to thirty three eighty seven, a seven dollar drop. Lyft, on the other hand, two weeks ago was at forty four sixty nine. Uh, they were pretty static mm-hmm. last week. Last week they they went up a penny, forty four seventy. So really, no change there. Mm-hmm. As of yesterday, at the close of business, they were at thirty eight dollars and twelve cents. Uh, took a mm-hmm. uh, what would that be? That would be a uh, eight dollar drop, six dollar drop. So mm-hmm. I mean, uh, the entire stock market took a hit. That's all I know about the stock market. And my apologies, kids and kittens. I didn't think of it till way too late last night. I should have had our resident stock guy, uh, uh, Dylan, on the show today, but uh, I, I was unable to get a hold of him. Well, the market uh, the market took a nearly three thousand point uh, dip over the last five uh, excuse me last five days, Three, uh, down now to twenty five thousand four thirty point ninety nine, and uh, we we don't have to uh, you don't have to guess where uh, a lot of that has come from. So I, I I don't I don't I don't want to call it paranoia. I really don't because, you know, you start talking about uh, pandemic, uh, a pandemic situation here. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely scary. Well, I don't know much about the market. Okay, I don't pretend to. I, mm. I know you make money, you lose money. It's it's I, my understanding of it. It's it's gambling without the cocktails. Yeah. It's like a Vegas casino yeah. without without free drinks. So, apparently, a number of things happened. The what they uh, I saw somebody referring to it as like the outside stocks, your uh, your 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 car services, your your uh, restaurants, that kind of thing. They all took a real big hit. It's indoor stuff is indoor and outdoor. Indoor stuff is fine, you know, Netflix and and all those. What's you know, and to look, we're going to be all, as John said, we're going to be like, uh, like, uh, driving on bald tires in Minnesota in the winter. We'll be all over the place here. <laughs> we'll be back and forth, to, uh, peeking our nose in and out of things. But, uh, El Presidente was going on, uh, the other day about how the Democratic debate caused all this upheaval in the market, except for the fact, and again, you know, President Trump's motto, let's not, let, let's not screw things up with the facts. Let's not confuse the issue with the facts. Mm. Uh, it, was, it was In his mind, it was the debate Tuesday night that caused uh, the problems on the market Monday and Tuesday morning. Jeez. So, have at it. I, you know, make, make of that what you will. You know, leave, it to, leave it to Donald Trump to try to politicize a, a very serious situation like this uh and yes uh, yes again i've tried i've tried to make a little levity about it 
Uh, obviously, I failed miserably, according to Ed. But um, uh-huh. this is look. This is a serious situation. Not, but um, and Trump. And there are, and his. It's funny because his uh, his followers is the people that I know that follow him are still. It's like they believe every freaking word he says. And now he's going to put, and now Trump's going to put Pence in charge of this whole thing. Are you kidding me? Uh, according to the reports I've read, uh, uh, Pence was uh, uh, the governor of uh, Indiana when uh, uh, when they had the biggest uh, outbreak of the HIV virus. Yes. You know, in he, that particular state. He refused to do a, a clean needle exchange. Uh-huh. And what the hell, I mean, if I'm going to worry about a uh, a disease, a pandemic like this, the only people I want to hear about, or hear from rather, are experienced doctors. I do not want to hear from some Bible, Bible-thumping uh, uh Bible thumping uh, politician who uh, it'll only be a matter of time before uh, he'll come out with uh, oh the, the this uh, this coronavirus is the direct result of all the sin in the world you know Jesus it's just a matter of time Jesus insists uh, yes um, well once again and again we'll be repeating it to the point of ad nauseum uh, cdc.gov mm-hmm. that's where you get your information. All mm-hmm. the messaging is going to be uh, through the White House is going to be funneled through or vetted by Mike Pence. Again, cdc.gov. I'm not sitting here and saying the White House is going to be wrong or anything like that, but that's where you're going to get oh, I'll go information. There. I know you will, but I, I'm just trying to pr- put up a, a sense of look, this is bigger than our little, our little corner of the internet or anything like that. People, look, right now, there is no, people are sick, and people are going to get this disease. It's coming. Uh, it's not going to be cured by a miracle or, or, or disappear, you know, because it gets warm in April. Uh, but, look, it, it, the, the sad part is, what was it they were saying about uh, oh, some other pandemic recently? Of the 25% of the population that got it, 2% died. Maybe it was the Spanish flu back 100 and something years ago. I mean, it still it bites if you're in that 2%. But mm-hmm. uh, what they're saying is, and again, cdc.gov, this will not be, you know, look, this isn't the, the dark ages where we don't have any treatment or medicine or common sense, common sense, wash your hands, uh, avoid shaking hands. Look, for the unsociable among us, this is a great excuse not to shake people's hands. Uh, <laughs> by the way... It, give, me, ca- give me a big hug there right here, would you? Yeah, I don't know about that one either. You'd be licking my ear. And, <laughs> but but we've also got... Okay, and that, of course now we're going to slide off the road into the into Trump world a little bit. But you've got his acting chief of staff out there the other day at this uh, pap schmear conference or wherever it is they are, uh, going on about how this is now the the hoax of the day, the hoax of the day. Yeah, you know now, coincidentally, 
uh, Mike Pompeo was in front of Congress yesterday, and he was being questioned by Senator Ted Lieu of California. I'd like you, I'd like you all to take a listen to this. Donald Trump's chief of staff, Mick Mulvaney, told the Conservative Political Action Conference that the coronavirus was a hoax of the day. Uh, do you agree with Donald Trump's chief of staff, Mulvaney, that the coronavirus uh, is the hoax of the day? The State Department is doing everything it can to protect American citizens you, around the do world. Do you believe coronavirus is the I, I'm hoax not going to comment day. on what so others you know. say. You, I'm just I, asking you, do you believe I, the coronavirus telling, is a I'm hoax? I'm just telling you what the Secretary of State is right, doing. Do you believe the coronavirus is a hoax? We're working to keep people safe. Yeah, you can't even answer that question. Yeah, it's just mean, very. It's not even look, a gotcha you're, question. You're, you're you believe the coronavirus is, is a, a hoax? A, it's a gotcha moment. It's not useful. Take, is take a coronavirus a, a hoax? Can you just answer that question? We're, we're taking it seriously. This is a, this is a, right. this is are a you, serious. At 12.15 today, are you, in fact, yourself speaking at CPAC? The, the, at 12.15 yeah. today, are you speaking yes, at CPAC? Yes, I am. I'm planning. All right, so you can only give two hours this bipartisan group of members of Congress, and instead of answering questions on life and death issues, from a bipartisan group of America's representatives. You're going to go talk to a special interest group. Yes. You, sir, represent all Americans, not yes. a special interest and group. I it speak. is shameful. You can't even answer basic questions. The gentleman's time has expired. Well, well, that certainly says a lot now, doesn't it? Unmute yourself, John. <laughs> This is, I can see this is going to be an issue today. <laughs> you let me handle the technical stuff, okay? Well, you wanted me to, when I take a drink out of my big water jug, you want me to, uh, you want me to mute myself. So I'm okay. just being, I'm just being a good little boy. Let, let, let me, let, let <laughs> me expand on that. And when you're done drinking, unmute yourself. <laughs> no, I mean, Trump is, uh, he had a rally in, uh, in uh, South Carolina was this rally? Was it was it South Carolina? Talking about last night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I, yeah, near uh, North Charleston, South Carolina. Yeah, that that's was right. last night. He, yeah, uh, Trump saying it that this is a big, this is a big ho- this is a hoax. This that's is right. a Democrat's new hoax. That's right. And um, I'll tell you what, Ket. Why don't you catch and not? No, no. I, 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 pardon the phrasing of this. I don't want anybody, even as much as I hate Donald John, John Trump. I don't want him getting this. I don't want anybody getting this. But before, before you call it a hoax, why don't you visit some of these people who've been in, uh, who've been in isolation in quarantine, and the ones that have actually gotten sick and have died. From this, I mean. So you're advocating he visit the people who have died? Well, you know what? As long as they're buried, yeah, I guess that might be a that might not be a bad idea. This thing is this thing is for real, and for to try to politicize it. Look, you know, I don't have a crystal ball. I have no idea what's going to happen in the election. I don't know who's going to win the Democratic primary. I don't know who's going to win the general election. Hopefully, coronavirus is well in our rearview mirror by the time of the general election. Perhaps. Uh, perhaps. I well, let's hope. Um, this is this this is time for the president of the United States to be a leader. Quit politicizing things for crying out loud. 
you know, this is all this is all some big hoax to knock back. Uh, oh, who was it? Uh, uh, was it Trump Jr. that uh, that said uh, that they are making uh, that they're making this uh, an effort to knock down the or to quit or, or quell the winning, if you will, or whatever he wanted to. Um, uh, Trump Jr. He's just as wacko as his father. You you mean the one that you just know. got a permit to to hunt and kill grizzly bear in Alaska? Yeah, yeah, that's the same one. That that one. Okay. Well, right now, what we're looking at is, and, and this is the moment I've been afraid of. This is the first crisis that Trump has had to face that was not of his own doing or of his own making. Mm-hmm. This is this is when you get behind your president. You need a leader. We need a leader right now. What I needed the other night was for him to come out and say, here's Dr. So-and-so, and I, I can't remember this man's name. We were trying to look it up just before the show. Uh, I just watched him be interviewed this morning. But the only people that should have been up there speaking at length the other night should have had MD at the end of their name and been wearing a white lab coat. I don't need to hear from Trump, Pence, or anybody else. I need to be reassured, if nothing else, get the actual facts on what is going on, at least what is known to this point. Mm -hmm. I don't need it politicized. I don't need it being called a hoax. I don't need I need to hear from the medical community. Again, cdc.gov. That's where you're going to get your information. Uh, Mm -hmm. And look... He's, he's a 73-year-old. Thank God for him. He's in worse shape than I am. He makes me look like the picture of health. Okay? And I look like a 40-year-old faded mm. Polaroid. Uh, <laughs> by the way, the, the coronavirus couldn't fight its way past his... his uh, oh, God. Don't even get me started. But Oh, please. <laughs> please yeah. do tell. But we're in... <laughs> We, we haven't hit crisis yet, but we're on our way. Everybody's, mm-hmm. you know, very aware of this. And let's let's talk about it. Here's what we know. And this is all common sense. Again, cdc.gov, they'll, they'll verify. Wash your hands, okay? Mm-hmm. Keep washing your hands. You don't have to wash them every five seconds. But if you come in contact with something. By the way, this virus, from what I understand, can live on inanimate objects. So, uh, if you if you touch something, you're not sure, then you know, put a little Purell on your hands. Get a little hot water and soap. Twenty seconds, they say, and that's that that's that's good enough. Don't don't do it all the time because the other problem with the Purell, if you do it all day long, it eventually starts wearing off the layers of skin that actually do protect you. So mm-hmm. you've got to look again. CDC.gov, they'll explain all of it to you. The mask, yeah. The ma- I, the mask, A, there's only one mask that really will be sufficient, this N95. Uh, and those are mainly for people that are working in direct contact in the medical profession, mm-hmm. uh, where they're literally in the faces of people. Now, if uh-huh. you feel better putting a strip of cotton across your nose and your mouth, by all means do it. I have, knock yourself out. It's not going to help you at all. And make basically the mask is to help protect you from spreading it. 
Uh, it's mm-hmm. not going to prevent you from getting it. But again, if it makes you feel better and you're able to go out and participate in society, that again, by all means. Not, <laughs> there is another earthquake at the Radio tiny, DFI Tower. Tiny one. Tiny one. That was an uh, aftershock. Aftershock. There you go. It's the mild tremor as opposed to my normal tremors, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, again, mm. cdc.gov. I can't, I can't say it enough. I won't say it enough. You'll hear it more, more, more times. Um, common sense is going to play a, a big role here. A big role. Okay. If you see somebody hacking up and coughing, move away. If you're the person hacking up mm-hmm. and coughing, be considered. This is just in general terms anyway. Okay. John will tell you. Anybody that's ever been in the cab business will tell you. The fact that any cab drivers survive flu season at all is amazing. Nothing short of amazing. Oh, yeah. Because people get in your cab and they're hacking and wheezing and coughing and sneezing. I, how many times did I get hit in the back of the head? With somebody coughing or sneezing from the particulates from their from their mouth. So be aware that you may not, while you may not have it or you may not be asymptomatic, you may be a carrier. Yeah. So, I mean, just cover your mouth, cover your nose, do do that. You got the blasted mask for God's sake. Use it. Don't take the mask off to mm-hmm. sneeze, unless you have something to sneeze into. Don't laugh. What? Yeah. Don't you think people no, would do I, that? I, well, what I'm picturing, what I'm picturing here is kind of gross when you said that. But uh, that's the know. truth. That's uh, and yeah. common sense here, kids and kittens. Uh, mm. Listen to your local authorities. Listen to the CDC. Don't panic. There's no need to panic right now. Is this going to have well, worldwide effects? You. Yes, it is. There's going to be uh, problems with supply lines and whatnot because of all the things we depend on in China, which, by the way, I understand the cases are already beginning to drop in China. That's good news. They still got a lot, but... Go ahead, John. I was well, it looks like it looked like, uh, looked like it, it started in China, and hopefully it's going to end in China, and the, the, the trend is, is going back down. But... Uh, I, t- I tell you what I do, and this has nothing to do with uh, coronavirus. This is just daily habit. There are two things that I do all the time, because you f- you forget it. a lot of my pa- a lot of my passengers right now are uh, uh, medical uh, medical people going to doctors' uh, appointments mm-hmm. and whatnot. And yeah, you're right. I do get my share of people uh, uh, coughing and sneezing and whatever else in the back of the car and. You know, sometimes uh, sometimes it can't be helped because sometimes it's little children, little three, four year old children, who don't have the common sense to uh, to cover their mouth when they cough or sneeze. And we've all uh, we've all had a sneeze come up on us out of nowhere or a cough. Lord knows I've gone mm-hmm. into coughing fits, especially uh, mm-hmm. if I'm getting over a cold or something. I'm doing fine. So without it, just boom, I'm hacking away. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I tell you what my defenses are. Two things. Uh, one, uh, I blast the heater in my uh, in my van and uh, I crack open the window. Because for this type of situation, there is nothing better 
than good old-fashioned fresh air. Makes you feel the better. more fresh air. Yeah. Well, then the more fresh air you can consume uh, in a situation like this, especially as opposed to driving around, riding around in a uh, in a sealed up uh, van where, you know, I can't tell you how many germs are floating around in that son of a bitch. And that, uh, that most definitely falls into the chicken soup category. It probably yeah, won't. Well, it, pro- it probably won't help, but it certainly can't hurt. Yeah, no kidding. And the other, the other thing, is a uh, an industrial size can of uh, Lysol. <laughs> Seriously, spray it right into the little son of a bitch's face. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, but after uh, just uh, just about after I say every third passenger, I just pause what I'm doing and give the van a nice little blast of. Uh, of Lysol, yes, it's a little, you know, it's a, it has a potent smell to it, but I re- remedy that by rolling down the windows for a second or two. That kind of airs it out. And, now, truth be told, what you, what you, if I may suggest, go into your local uh, Walmart or wherever, find the, find a cheap that uh, pack of uh, bar rags, white bar rags for like four dollars, mm-hmm. and and every third or fourth ride when you spray down with the Lysol. Wipe down the seat. You have to wipe because the stuff is probably sitting on the on the surfaces. It's not hanging right. in the air. So if you wipe down the seats, just just boom. I don't think it would take 15 seconds to wipe down mm. both seats, the armrest, and then at the backs of the front seats. Bada bing, you're done. Mm. Of course, that would entail you getting out of the car. I don't want to push it. Well, I get out of my car. Do you now? I, I, I do. And you say it so proudly. Yeah, I do. I, not as much as I should, but I do get out well, of my car. Well, this will give you another reason to get out. Well, you know, let's face it. it was much uh, Between taking water pills and drinking about a gallon of water in my 10-hour uh, shift, uh, yeah, I, I get out of the car quite a bit, actually. Thank you very much. What, what, are, the words, <laughs> what are the words I'm looking for here? Oh. Boo-hoo. <laughs> Boo-freaking-hoo. Oh. Well, we we do have to lighten things up. That, that's our job is lightening things up, I believe. But, I don't know. Uh, CDC.gov. Uh, CDC.gov. Go there. Yes. Get your information. We want to see all of you folks back the next time we, every time we do this little uh, fall to roll, uh, and that's what you need to do. Go there. Don't believe uh, what's coming out of out of the White House. I'm not saying don't believe what's coming out of D.C. Don't believe what's coming out of the White House, or at least don't use that exactly. as your only source. Let me let me put it that way. I'm going to give him a chance to screw it up, but I think we're all pretty confident how that's going to go. Exactly. Hey, did you know that Donald Trump could? personally suck the virus out of infected people no 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 you, see this is what happens i know the quote you're talking about and you've got it wrong already the quote well was, i know where it's coming from the quote was this donald trump could suck the virus out of uh all six hundred thousand people that have it keep it in his lungs go to the bottom of the ocean and release it down there mm-hmm. And uh, he would be accused and of polluting. And we still the- oh, stop. No, yeah. let me finish. And he would he would be accused of polluting the ocean. That's the yes. Statement. I, I 
No, I know the context. I, I really well, do. You have to explain I, the I context. Really did, but you were going I off. I was on getting a... to it. No, you weren't. I was getting. To... Yeah, you, I was. You were not. I was. I was getting to it, John. John, trust me. We have been at this for over three years now. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and kittens, this is episode one fifty. This is one hundred and fiftieth episode. We're halfway to three hundred. Good Lord. And where uh, I can't believe you've been tolerating me that long. Well, yeah, I can't believe I've been tolerating you either. When, <laughs> that, when, when I found you in that in that uh the, the, you know, twenty five watt uh, the hellhole that you were broadcasting out of that dim light bulb station. Uh and I dragged you up from the from the trash heap. You now you're now in a luxurious studio with real equipment. You don't sound like you're talking. Which, by the way, yes. Which, by the way, is right now is colder than a witch's tit in a brass bra. I just wanted to point that out. One credit for a violation of the verbal morality statute. Oh, so you know. Wait a minute. A tit is a bird. Yeah, but not in the context. You cannot penalize. You not in the context you used it, sir. Not in the context you used it. Oh, Gerald, my, what do you think? My, what do you think? What, what do you know about this finding one credit uh, thing? The find one credit fellow is my cousin. All right. So he's all for it. Uh, so, yeah, so. of course he is. No, my my uh, my stepson was in here. Uh, I don't yesterday, day before yesterday. And he they were in here and they cracked the window in here. And now while it is, well, I think it's probably about 25 or so degrees right now. Eh, pretty night, pretty balmy for a Minnesota winter. Uh, he uh, he cracked the window open and Granny Annie came in there this morning and my God, she just, when she walked out, she was like this. And it's still a little chilly in here. So, uh, damn. But uh, Have you closed the window? Which, uh, yeah, the window's closed. Yes, come on. Do you have a sweatshirt? I do have one, and I've, that's the reason I mentioned that is I might have to get up to go get it. You'll do it at the top of the hour. Is when you'll do it. Maybe. Oh, there's no maybe, maybe about it. There's no maybe about it. Look, when my mother dies, I'll give you the job. Wait a minute, she's already dead. My bad. <laughs> Gerald, what, what what are the odds of uh, John getting up and going to? Uh, uh, and going to get a sweatshirt before the top of the hour. Highly unlikely, sir. That's what I thought. <laughs> exactly. Gerald's with me. Yeah, well, and you can have him. <laughs> <laughs> stay, Gerald, stay. <laughs> oh, let's see. What the hell else do we... 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-CHAT. Uh, I got a little bit more more audio here. This is from uh, my new journalistic hero, Robert Acosta of the Washington Post, uh, chatting oh, with yeah. El Presidente uh, at a little news conference. The, I, I'm not sure if this was in India. When was this? This was the 25th, so I guess it was in India. Oh, yeah. So let's, uh, let's give a listen to this. And before I play it, my apologies... The best audio I could find of it is only one channel, so it's not stereo. 
when I recorded, I'm like, okay, why is one side? So it has nothing to do with our standards here at Radio TFI or the Taxi Stand Hour. This is how it came across. This was the best I could get it. Just wanted to follow up on uh, my colleague's question about Russian interference. Can you pledge to the American people that you will not accept any foreign assistance in the upcoming election? And on this idea of a purge in your administration, uh, there was recently the departure of your acting DNI, Joseph McGuire. You replaced him with your ambassador to Germany, Rick Grinnell. Uh, some of your critics have uh, pointed out that Ambassador Grinnell has no intelligence experience. How can you justify to the American people having an acting DNI with no intelligence okay, experience? Okay, first of all, I want no help from any country, and I haven't been given help from any country. And if you see what CNN, your wonderful network, said, uh, I guess they apologized in a way for, didn't they apologize for the fact that they said certain things that weren't true? Tell me, what was their apology yesterday? What did they say? Mr. President, I think our record on delivering the truth is a lot better than yours sometimes, if you don't mind is, me saying. Your, let me tell you about your record. Your record is so bad, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. You have probably I'm the not worst ashamed record. of anything, and our You probably have the worst record ashamed, in the history sir. of broadcasting. As far as uh, uh, McGuire is concerned, he's a terrific guy, but, you know, on March 11th, his time ended anyway. Anyway, we uh, th there was another 45 seconds that, but it's basically tr Trump talking himself in circles. Uh, the whole point of playing out was to listen to uh, Trump be told, well, I think we've got a better record on telling the truth than you do. Uh, yeah, exactly. So let's, let's get back to uh, what we kind of normally sort of do here. Well, on... Uh, I had what a is little... it we normally oh uh last week we we reported that uber was closing its la Greenlight hub to open a, a center of excellence we're moving the operations to a center of excellence in india or the philippines or somewhere else well lo and behold uh they're closing 10 more hubs in cities charlotte phoenix kansas city indianapolis Honolulu, Cleveland, Charleston, Richmond, Nashville, and of course that bustling metropolis, Grand Rapids, Michigan. So, uh, you know, they look. <laughs> Why anybody is surprised that they're doing anything? You know, anything. Look, they are the Donald Trump of transportation. Only what benefits them, period. There is no, make no mistake about it. If you think for a second they're doing something to help you, trust me, down the line, it's going to be about them. They're setting you up for the fall. Uh, and since I mentioned Trump again, I, 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 I need to, we haven't done these much lately, but this is certainly a tweet of the week you got to hear. And this we got from at uh, uh, Jim Kilbane. Uh, he, he puts his name as I love being teamster, but at Jim Kilbane, he writes, and this is some kind of a meme, I guess, but my son is taking part in a social experiment. He has to wear a Trump 2020 t-shirt for two weeks and see how people react. So far, he's been spit on, punched and had a bottle thrown at him. I'm curious to see what happens when he goes outside. <laughs> Cute. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, cute, here, cute, cute. Here, here's some more Uber news that I think we touched on. 
uh, Uber signed a deal with uh, to put ad displays on top of its vehicles. Now, when you combine that with the fact that people can now telephone in to uh, to order an Uber, and in some places they're experimenting, and that's big air quotes, with cash fares. Congratulations, Uber. You've reinvented the taxi. Yes, they have. How about that? Uh, get, get, get this. Here, here's, so, I, I wanted to... I'm going to cut you off one second, quickly. I've seen these top signs. They've been around New York. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I saw them down in, in Fort Lauderdale, too. I saw a couple couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Look, I it's, it's become at a taxi. It's really all it's becoming. Pretty soon they'll figure, mm-hmm. you know what? Maybe we ought to put these cars in a numbered sequentially so that we can identify them. Oh, you know what would be better? Let's paint them all the same color. Your car has, yeah. to, has to be white to be an Uber car. Hmm. If all yeah, the fleet looks the go. same, has a sign on top, we take cash and the people can call us. Yes, we've invented something fantastic. My apologies, yes. John. Go ahead. Yes, that, that's that's quite all right. Uh, here, you know, here in Chicago, this this is really funny. I know I this is a local television station in Chicago. The uh, it reads the ABC Seven I team is taking a closer look into the new rideshare tax in Chicago that makes rides more expensive. With the new tax on Ubers and Lyfts in place, ABC Seven wanted to find out if there are cheaper options out there for a solo ride. Could you indeed save money in a taxi? Many have used Uber and Lyft as a quick and affordable option to get around Chicago. There is a number of ways to get around the city of Chicago with buses, trains, bikes, and sometimes you want to sit back and let a driver take you to your destination. Uh, In short on this story, uh, with this new tax, that uh, has been imposed on the rideshare vehicles. Uh, it is indeed, according to the numbers, in some cases cheaper, cheaper to take a taxi. And uh, it's so funny because this I this I team, which seems to be the uh, the big catch word for uh, any television when they want to investigate, they're going to get behind the scenes. They're going to dig up the truth. Why, where were you sons of bitches uh, when Uber and Lyft were infesting your city and making traffic worse, putting a financial hardship on a established, not perfect, but established and licensed uh, business? Uh, where were you then investigating? Now all of a sudden the city has decided to put a tax on uh, Uber and Lyft and now you want to get you now you want the details. No, go get them there, uh, Chicago I team. We're counting on you to get the facts. Tapping out. You know what I team stands for, don't you? Uh, investigative team. That's my boy. That's or my this, boy. You get a cookie. Uh, well, in this case, I call them idiot teams, but you know, that's well. You know, this this is the type of story that nobody cares about until it's actually affecting them. Uh, and I, mm-hmm. I, des- I describe this as the type of story that some some news editor uh, got screwed over by an Uber or something. 
some reporter had an oh, issue. Yeah. Uh, and of course, yes, you're right. Because unfortunately, in a lot of cases like this, where you have a general general uh, story news reporter who's out there talking to cab drivers and whatnot, A, cab drivers are always going to, you know, they don't truly understand what, the reporters don't understand what the issues are here. And uh, a slow news day, okay, boo-hoo, some cab drivers are getting hurt, but Uber's fabulous and they've got a nap. And, oh, tomorrow there's a kitten in a tree. And, and they move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not relatable to people. People don't care about what goes on in the taxi industry because, uh, well, I think I can get there cheaper by Uber, which isn't always the case anymore. And remember, what here's what you know about your car services, your legitimate car services, and your taxi services. You know what the fare is going to be. The rate doesn't mm-hmm. change from day to day. Okay. Because it's yeah, raining, yeah, because d- it's it, snowing. Traffic may add yeah. a dollar or two, but, you know, uh, being all grown up here about it, uh, today the Uber may cost you $20, tomorrow may cost you $220. Are you willing mm-hmm. to gamble? Are you willing to wait two hours for things to calm down? You know, and on top of that, a lot of taxi companies or municipalities have made changes. I'll give you, for instance, in Broward County. Before I left, uh, the county commissioners, the same people that dug, you know, they went out and bought the shovel to give to Uber to bury us. But they they made some adjustments where the fare could now be, uh, used to be against the law to do flat rates. You couldn't do it in Broward County legally. Mm-hmm. It was just against the law. Well, they adjusted that so that now you could negotiate a rate. Uh, or if somebody called, you know, and said, how much is it to the airport? And they would get an estimate. Uh, oh, it's $42. Oh, okay. And, you know, if they agree with that, boom, they'll lock that rate in. Because it's a fair rate, you know. And I'll be quite honest with you. Once we start doing that, okay, I'm not going to squabble about a dollar or two here or there or 50 cents based on. And once they get in the car, you get the dispatch, you turn on your meter, boom, $42 comes up on the meter. And that's it. Bang. Mm-hmm. Away you go. Doesn't matter which way you go at that point. And that's mm-hmm. not a horrible thing. Uh, and there no. have, have been some adjustments. But, you know, again, and we talked about this. You know, I was thinking the other day, John, we a couple of years ago, we did a, a special on what we think thought needed to be redu- uh, happen in the taxi business. You know, mm-hmm. to, to I, I think... You and I uh, may have to rethink that. Uh, I mean, re- I think re- think doing it again and updating it. Maybe update it a little bit, yeah. Yeah, but I, I, I think we definitely need to, uh, I don't think it would be a horrible thing. Maybe we can get some of our friends out there to call in and, and help us with that. Well, we'll, we'll discuss that behind the scenes and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll do what we You know what I've, become, what I've come to think here, Ed? I can only imagine. You mentioned our friends. We mentioned our friends. I'm still sleeping at this time. Uh, <laughs> well, that's, that's another conversation for another time. I, I'm not. Uh, that, that may require a board meeting here. I, I, I believe it will. Uh, <laughs> Gerald, would you mind if we change the time for the show? No, sir. See that? That's a good employee. He's uh, He's with us. <laughs> 
Yeah. He's with us. Trained lap dog. Hey, it's better than the untrained ones. You know. <laughs> better than the untrained ones. Uh, oh, so so anyway, well that that's all stuff that'll be taking up uh behind the scenes and but I think in the past couple of years, we've seen some big changes. We've seen, you know, obviously a lot of taxi companies and municipalities have had to adjust how they operate. Others have not. Others have sat pat while, of course, without getting into the whole thing, still hammering the taxi industry with all these rules and regulations. The ride hail industry just goes, eh, you know, and they move on. Well, you know, and I'll tell you something, Ed, and I can only go by by my personal experiences here in the uh, great state of Minnesota and with our company in particular, but we have uh, uh, we have pretty much told the city municipalities here, Minneapolis and St. Paul and a couple of other uh, licensed uh, cities where licensing used to be a a, a thing. We basically said, you know what? Screw it. Somebody calls us for service. We're picking them up. We don't give a damn if we have your fancy little sticker in the back window or there not. There you go. Uh, the only, the only thing that we're, you know, the only thing that we're not doing is we're not. Uh, we tell our drivers not to be out there looking for street hails. There's, there still are street hails. Sure. Out there. Sure. But um, we're not out there looking for them. Everything that we. Uh, for the most part, are doing are just taking taking the uh, business off of our. And as a matter of fact, hey, it's, it's just the same as we may as well be just another rideshare, uh, right. as as defined, you know, because we get our we get our orders on a neat little device tablet. Actually, you know, we're actually working on the uh, we're looking we're working on the technology now where it's actually going to be on the phone, right. At, at some, we're, I'm test. I'm helping them test that out now as we speak. Well, I had and, su- uh, I had suggested to Yellow Cab down in Broward, uh, basically what you're saying, civil dif- disobedience. I mean, uh-huh. why are we still registering permits every year? Why are we paying for for all this? The county clearly did not care. Well, they cared that mm-hmm. they they could squeeze you know a couple hundred grand a year out of the taxi cabs. You know, to register mm-hmm. permits. But other than that, they weren't enforcing anything. There was no... And, and I said, why are we even bothering? Why are we even bothering uh, to, to uh, you know, to pay for this? To go in every year, have our cars inspected, go through all the silliness that they want us to go through. And, you know, it wasn't silliness, but again, it boils down to fair is fair. And... Mm-hmm. If other people were able to run around in the family family wagon here and make the same money I was making, well, why am I going through all this? Why am I why why do I have to sit and, and wait while people go batshit crazy over the fact that I have a paint chip out of my bumper? You know that the uh, the hubcap may be a little smudged. And and as as we. Uh, friend of mine, a guy I used to share a cab with years ago, Lou, he's long since gone. He got failed once. He went to the annual county inspection, and they failed his cab. Mind you, our cars were white. Mm-hmm. They somehow managed to see the very bottom of the bumper cover, okay, that sits under the car. 
had a little grease on it. Well, they had it. Jesus. They had him, you know, they failed the car. And and their thing was always this. Well, suppose a businessman gets in your car and, you know, tears his suit or gets. Look, nobody's saying the car shouldn't be clean. But Luke said, yeah, he says, (laughs) he says, I figured out what they want. He says that they'd be horrified if I ran a dude over and I could, you could see the guy under the cab going, Oh, this is horrible. But Hey, look, the cab is the bumper bottom of the bumper is so clean. You know, it was one of those things. Yes. You want the clean cars, but nobody cares about under the bumper. What are you going to get upset because the, Mm. the outside of the tires are dirty. Oh, there's grease on this engine. (laughs) For God's sake. You know, and again, heaven forbid you have to apply the same standards. You know, it's let's not. Oh, but our standards. Speaking of standards, Ed, our standards are still higher with our company, with all the other taxi companies. And they're still higher. Um, Our our vehicles are inspected. Um, Actually, mine's inspected twice a year uh, by the state of Minnesota. Uh, I still have to pass. I still have to pass. As a matter of fact, I just, I didn't tell you this. I actually had to do my first random uh, piss test. Really? Uh, first one in 10 years. Did that just happen overnight while you were sleeping? <laughs> <laughs> it depends, Ed. <laughs> Couldn't make it out of bed, could you, that big fella? Sleeping so soundly. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that's never happened. But. <laughs> so you got pulled over. Uh, you, had, you had a pee in a cup. No, I didn't get pulled over. This was this was a scheduled thing. We actually contract with. Well, then it wasn't random. Somebody. It, no, they actually do. They pull your number out. Of, basically, pull your number out of a hat, and it's your turn, Bucko. No, you know what's random is yeah. when you literally get pulled mm. over and are told go piss in a cup. Yeah, that's random. Uh, but you know, we still off. We still uh, leave fingerprints. We still uh, sure, uh, sure, as you should. Yeah, like any company- and you know, it's it's uh, the the one thing I, I'll 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 tap out after this. The one thing that I will give the state of Minnesota credit for. Yes, right now, uh, a lot of our business is this contract uh, medical transportation and whatnot. The state, and this was required by the state of Minnesota, that to do these rides, you had to do A, B, C, and D. Right. Um, and, of course, Ubers come in. Yeah, we want some of that. We want some of that. Okay, well, then go ahead and do A, B, C, and D, and we'll consider you. Oh, no, that's too, we, that'll inconvenience our drivers that's too right. much. It's well, intrusive. tough shit. Yeah, tough shit. Go ahead there, sir. Oh, that criminal already escaped out the back exit, so you're too late again. Well, well, it appears to me that any any cab company, ignoring you completely right now, any cab company worth this salt is maintains its fleet and goes over and above what's required because they know it's simply good business. It is simply good business. And, of course, mm-hmm. we we turn around, we point, and we salute 
at the goddess of the taxi industry, the queen of all hacks, Beck Taxi. Yes. You know, uh, yes. the shining example for the entire industry. Uh, but, yeah, and then you got companies out there who even long before, you got companies that are the reason that Uber exists now because they never care. Yeah. You know, run-down cars, a fleet that looks like, yuck, drivers that I, I don't think they could even spell driver's license or even recognize the letters. Uh, you know, they probably don't have a valid license, et cetera, et cetera. And that's what created some of the problems. Uh, it's just, what created a lot of the problems. Yeah, yeah. I, I go back to when... I go back to when uh, Granny Annie and I were in Baltimore a few years ago. And this driver, I, I swear to God, every freaking light, dash light was on. And unfortunately, this was a short ride just through downtown. Mm-hmm. And then at the at the back end, back end of that, where the driver didn't want to take uh, didn't want to take a credit card, we were going to double the meter for him just to take this credit card because I know how much of a pain in the ass it can be. But uh, oh, he wasn't he wasn't going to take that uh, credit card, and th- this car was horrible. And then and, and that's yeah. when and I've told people this, and that's when you say thank you for the ride. Hmm. No, I, I love Granny Annie's uh, response to this. You you want to see? You think that uh, that Granny Annie's a sweet, uh, the sweet innocent thing? She is. This is when she, this is when she went upstairs into the room, got a paw full of change, Good and came back down and threw it in the driver's Good. lap. Good for her. Good for her. <laughs> Look, if it is advertised on the vehicle that you accept credit cards. Okay, now you you take them either that or enjoy the ride. Uh, yeah, exactly. When I, when I had gone back to Yellow Cab after we shut down my my cab company, the first night I was out there, now at the time uh, I wasn't yet certified to take credit cards. They didn't have me, so of course I get a ride. Guy wants to pay with a credit card, and I said, "Well, they haven't." I was trying to be honest with them. I said, "I understand." Uh, if you can do cash, because uh, they're not going to approve a credit card with me yet. They haven't certified me, or whatever the word was at the time. He says, well, you advertise that you take credit cards, and that's how I'm... He says, I'm not not saying I won't pay. I said, you know what? You're right. I'm not going to... You know, I, I called up to our dispatch, and they were jerks about it. And I said, okay. All right. Have a good night, pal. You know, what, what am I going to say to him? He was willing to pay. You know, it's not like I could call the cops and say, uh, you know, he wasn't trying to pay. No. And by the way, just just out of curiosity, what uh, I I don't think I've ever heard of that. Now, I've been taking credit cards in this business since the you know, but since the the, since the days of the knuckle busters. Don't hurt yourself. Don't hurt yourself. This was Yellow Cab of Broward County. This was well. Therein lies the problem in itself, but... uh... Hey, is it that time? Oh, my goodness. Time flies when you're having fun. Hey, we're gonna go uh, do what we gotta do at this point in time, and uh, we'll see you here on the other side. You are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI.
T-F-I. You found the taxi stand hour. The worst talk radio I've ever heard in my life. On Radio T-F-I. conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. <laughs> now how could I, how could I confuse that pompous you-know-what with uh, Mike King? Shame I, on me. Shame on you. By the way, that was... Uh... Mr. Mouse with Bob Iger in recognition of Bob Iger being, being canned by Disney this week. 
<laughs> nah, he wasn't really canned, was he? Did he? I, didn't he resign? I don't, I honestly, or move on to something else. Honestly, barely, barely glanced at the headline. All I know is he's out at Disney. Yeah. Not like like we need a reason to play Mr. Mouse. Yeah, this is very, very like true. We need hey, well, what? Hey, welcome back. Oh, oh, I thought you were talking you, about me. No. <laughs> welcome back to the second hour of the Taxi Stand Hour right here on Radio TFI. And again, a shout out, out to all of our friends out there in uh, podcast land, uh, which uh, I'm actually kind of surprised. Ed doesn't... Ed doesn't uh, look at the numbers nope, like I do. And not interested. Don't no. want to know. No, and I all all I'm going to tell you is is that they're not bad. Good, good. I'm happy to hear that they're not bad. So for those of you who are listening, uh, hey, we thank you. Thank you. Thank uh, you very much. This is a this is a this is a two way road though. We we do ex, we do uh, accept. Uh, commentary criticism uh either via through the you know you can actually send a text message to that uh, 754800 chat number you can uh, send it through us uh, on twitter at taxi stand hour uh hey we're here for you that's the bottom line we are here for you is it is it and really though is that the bottom line john well, it's, it's as far down as I'm going to go. <laughs> Not only 754-800-CHAT, hey. 754-800-2428, but ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and kittens, please remember to go to cdc.gov yes. for all of your information yes, yes, regarding our current, uh, uh, our, our current health situation. cdc.gov, that's the Centers for Disease Control. John? Hey, by the way, Uncle Ed. Yes. You'd be proud of me. I, I went can, and got a, I went and got myself my sweat ja- my sweat can, jacket on. I can see you, John. I know. Oh. Yeah, well, I, I guess I wanted to tell the listeners too, just so they weren't worried oh. about my my old feeble ass here sitting in this uh, refrigerated uh, room that I call a studio. You live in Minnesota. That's you know, you can change that. <laughs> You know, it, it takes a lot for me to say I'm cold, and <laughs> I don't expect to be cold inside my dwelling. Well, it's one window. thing to be outside. Yeah, well, I can't help it. My stepson, God love him. You know what they used to say but, during the uh, during the 1960s, don't you? What's that? Avoid the draft. Close the window. Or close the window. Avoid <laughs> the draft. Something like that. I was young. I was a boy. Oh, uh, I, I was a yeah. I, well, I was, I was a small boy. Yeah. Uh, hey, look, we. Uh, oh, you're going straight to hell. Yeah, yeah, I am. I got a couple more things I want to touch on, but you know what? Let's do uh, let's do that first, and then we'll get to we'll, we'll, the sputtering old uh, uh, machine thingy. Uh, this th- these mm-hmm. will go real quick. Uh, Greg O'Lear. You promise. I I do. Uh, Greg O'Lear, at Greg O'Lear on Twitter. I don't know where he got this from. I don't know if it's original, but I'm sure it's been said about other people. Quote, Donald John Trump will spend the rest of his life in court, in prison, or in fear of both. (laughs) Mm. Also in the news this week, uh, 
again, this is from Rag Yep Ragapegs R A G G A P E G S. I'm really not sure on how to pronounce it. Somebody but, said it. What's that? Somebody and, said it. Yeah. Somebody said it. Voice of reason. Look. Trump federal judge sister Marianne Trump Barry is heavily implicated in a New York Times report on family tax evasion. Wow. Anyone with the name Trump just can't seem to fly right. So actually, uh, looking at this picture of his sister, I swear to God, it's him with lipstick. And I don't, I don't, know, I don't know if that's an insult to him or her or just the uh, human beings in, in general. And uh, talked about this briefly last week, and I didn't have the name. Uh, we talked about that fundraiser that uh, uh, Trump went to down in Palm Beach, and this was this was related to one of the people he pardoned. He it was a billionaire Nelson Peltz, and the guests were uh, the donors paid five five hundred eighty thousand six hundred dollars per couple to support the president's re-election. And then a, a, a day or two later, uh, Trump Trump bails out, uh, pardons this guy's lawyer. So, uh, mm. oh, Michael Milken. Yeah, it was Mike, Michael Milken. And uh, that's all I have for the moment. Oh, that's all you have? That's all I have for the moment. For Are the you moment. sure about that? I am as positive as... Oh, you're warming it up, aren't you? Yes. All right. Here it goes. Hold on. Hold on. I I, I think this is as good as, good as it's going to get. Okay. It's, it's... Leave it running. Leave it running. Okay. I will leave it running. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another exciting installment of Professor Shannon's Wayback Machine. A look ahead to what's happened in the past. Here's your host, Professor John Shannon. All right, I guess it's that time again. And and as of usual, I've been kind of tinkering a little bit with the uh, with the engine. It's still sputtering, uh, uh, as you heard for yourself there. But away we're gonna go uh, into the uh, into the past, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Let's try it again. Stop. What the hell? Stop. Say the phrase. I was getting to it. Oh, I thought you mangled it there. No. Of course, it's a look ahead into the past. All right, that is that is bravo. Uh, do, do you feel better now? Do you feel I, better now? Holy shit! I, I feel fantastic. <laughs> this is good. So, we are going to look. Uh, we're we're going to have a range today of uh, basically from thirty-seven years ago to two hundred and thirty years ago. So we're going to kind of. Dig in there a, a, a little deep, if you will. Are you saying there'll be math involved? There is math involved here. Damn it! I don't know where it's going to come from, but <laughs> all right. Let's let's start off from 37 years ago, uh, March 6, uh, 1983, where the first United States football league games were played. 
head. Oh, excuse me. Uh, that's Airball? Uh, <laughs> yo! <laughs> I was swallowing and bending oh. over at the t- same time, which, uh, you know, my uh, my orgy days should have reminded me not to do that. It's, uh, <laughs> I learned I learned the hard oh. way back in the eighties that uh, it's not <clears throat> not a good combination. Oh. Okay, you were saying we oh, move on to forties. USFL. Steve Young came out of the yes. USFL. Herschel Walker came out of the USFL. Herschel Walker. Donald Trump came out of the USFL. Sued the NFL. Oh, I wish he'd go back. Sued the NFL because uh, he wanted to be part of it. Uh, they won in court. They won $1. And in a, a suit like that, damages are always tripled. Somewhere there is a check in the NFL offices for uh, $3. It's never been cashed. <laughs> Yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. You know, the thing is, of all the upstart football leagues there's been, uh, the USFL was actually, uh, I hate to say it, but uh, I thought that I thought it would survive, to be honest with you. I honestly thought that that one would have, so did they, right? Right, so did everybody <laughs> that invested money in it. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, let's go ahead and move on here now to 46 years ago on uh, March 4th of 1974. I had uh, to People do with that. Magazine. I know you didn't. Uh, People Magazine published uh, the first uh, time. It's published for the first time in the United States as People Weekly. Going yes. on now to uh, going on now to uh, 73 years ago on. Uh, the 6th of March of 1947, where Rob Reiner, American actor, director, producer, and activist, was born. Hello, you follow guy. Rob Reiner? Yes, I do. As a you follow him? I also follow his yeah. father. Follow Carl Reiner. Carl? Yeah. yeah. Uh, 97 years old. Yeah, and still kicking. Still kicking. Exactly. Okay, going on now to 80 years ago on March 6th of 1940. Uh, Willie Stargell, uh, the famous baseball player for the Pittsburgh Pirates, was born. Pops, they called him. I didn't re- Pops, yeah. Part of, that, uh, part of that group that won the uh, 79 World Series, if I'm not mistaken. It was something like that. And uh, uh-huh. a- anytime I think of Willie Stargell. All I can think of are mm-hmm. those stovepipe hats. Remember? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And uh, if you remember, they were very big with this. Turn on that disco ball, baby. But this was their theme song for those seasons. Oh, I know. I remember that. We'll let it play a couple more seconds. Pointer Sisters, we are family here on Radio TFI. Bringing you the hits. Boy, I, I blew the talk up on that. I <laughs> More hits, more often.
I had a massive crush on Ruth Pointer. Moving on. <laughs> oh, by the way, more hits, more, more hits, more often. Isn't that what Tommy Chong says too? Hey now, hey. Uh... <laughs> okay, moving on to 84 years ago on March uh, 1st of uh, 1936, when the Hoover Dam was completed. The Hoover what? The Hoover Dam. I, I knew it. I knew you were going to go there. <laughs> okay, 86 years ago, uh, on March 7th of 1934, uh, Willard Scott was born and still really? alive. Still alive. Yeah. Not, not doing the uh, birthdays anymore, but... Uh, yeah. Oh, by the way, do you still know... Still alive. Here's a little something about Willard Scott. Was the original Ronald McDonald's. I didn't know that. Also was Bozo the Clown uh, in the local Washington, D.C. Uh, every every uh, market had their own Bozo the Clown. What is that? Yeah. What are you playing? Oh, never mind. Oh. It was my phone. I didn't, oh, real, had... I didn't hear it. I had my headphones on. Okay. Uh, yeah, every every uh, municipality had their own uh, their own Bozo. The original oh, was in yeah. Chicago, uh, but yeah, Willard Scott was the bozo in Washington D.C. and then went on to he actually to to be the first Ronald. He actually McDonald. was the weather. He actually was the weatherman on that same uh, on that same uh, station, uh, Washington D.C. Uh, station. I'm not surprised. A lot of them did that at yeah. the time. I just found out that when I was a kid, WPIX here in New York, Channel 11. In the afternoon, mm. you had Captain Jack McCarthy, who used, used to have Popeye, and Officer mm-hmm. Joe Bolton would be the Three Stooges. They later switched around. Uh, he had the Little Rascals, something like that. But I did not know until very recently that Joe Bolton was the weather guy, or the sports guy. He was the sports guy on that station back in the 50s and 60s. I was a kid. I had no idea. <laughs> I know I did. Years, uh, I was a teenager when I found out Jack McCarthy wasn't actually a captain. Captain Jack McCarthy. Yeah, Jesus. God. Well, he also used to do. Oh. He also did the uh, the live coverage of the St. Patrick's Day parade every year. So, mm-hmm. so it's the one day a year. It's like, where's his hat? Where? Because he wore the whole captain's jacket and the hat, and you know, where, where, where? It's... TV was very different back in the day. <laughs> Local TV, I should say. Oh, go ahead. yeah, this is true. Uh, okay, let's go now to 88 years ago uh, on March 1st of 1932. Uh, Charles Lindbergh's son is reportedly kidnapped. I had nothing to do with that. Well, I hope not. Uh, 89 years ago on March 3rd of 1931, the United States adapts the Star Spangled Banner as its national anthem. Adopts. Did I say adapts? You did. Yes, I did, didn't I? Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, teacher. Not going to let you get away with it. I'll never let let it happen again. We're going to learn you real good. We're going to learn you real good here. Yep. I appreciate it. Hey, 97 years ago on March 6th of 1923, 
if he was still alive, uh, Ed McMahon, America's uh, <laughs> premier <laughs> second banana. <laughs> you know what I loved about Ed McMahon as a kid? hi Nope. His name was Ed. Oh, good lord. Didn't take a lot. Oh. That's why I liked nah, Ed Sullivan. Mm. Well, what are you going to do? <laughs> and Mr. Ed. Eh, not so much. Not so much. That, that joke got old about the 800th time I heard it when I was seven years old. Oh, yeah, because I suppose at that point in time, Mr. Ed was still kind of fresh in everybody's mind. If nothing it's else, the, they were playing the, the reruns, they were playing yeah. the reruns. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A horse is a horse, of course, of course, and no one of can course, talk of to course. a horse, of no course. Talk to a horse, of course. Unless, of course, that talking horse is the famous Mr. Ed. Is the famous Mr. Ed? Go right to the source and ask God the horse. World. He'll give you the answer that you endorse. He's always on a steady course. Talk to Mr. Ed. He goes yakety yak. Except, except there's only one problem. What's that? If you axe the horse, he's gonna die. Oh. Oh. <laughs> That's just not. Hello. I'm Mr. Ed. Never heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. I am Mr. Ed. <laughs> that was very good. Thank you. How do they? They they got that. Uh, now they got him to move his uh, lips. By putting peanut butter in his mouth, did they not? That's the story I've read. I don't know how accurate it is, but that's that's the story I've read. Hmm. Boy, did we really run this off the rails. Holy yes. buckets of bolts. Hey, look, look. We yes, we did. Two songs in there so far. Yeah. And this is all from Ed McMahon. Ugh. Yeah. Really? Uh, yeah. Let's see. 97, 97 years ago. Uh, March 3rd of uh, 1923, Time Magazine is published for the first time. Look what you did there for the first time. Isn't that kind Yeah. Never mind. Moving on. What do you mean? Yeah, okay. Oh, man. Let's see. Who do we got here? Yeah, yeah. I heard you back there. Uh... Are you familiar with uh, Theodore Geisel or Geisel? I sure am, Dr. Seuss. Very good, man. You, you can't run one by him yet. you got to get up pretty late in the afternoon and put one by me. Yeah, no kidding, right? Anyways, uh, he was born um, March uh, 2nd, 1904, 116 years ago. Wow. <sighs> 
And he actually, you know, he was alive for, uh, uh, well, quite a while, but uh, he died in 1991. So, and again, Ed had nothing to do with that. Uh, not only did I have nothing to do with that, but apparently he didn't pay attention when uh, in the uh, coming back from the dead class. Oh, okay. <laughs> he, he may have written a bunch of books, but I've done something he couldn't. Exactly. <laughs> wow. 117 years ago. Yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna go right on here. 117 years ago, March second uh, of 1903, New York City, the Martha Washington Hotel opens, becoming the first hotel exclusively for women. Hmm. Interesting. First hotel exclusively. I got enough cards uh, and letters coming in. I don't need to say nothing else. Exclusively, uh, the first hotel for or the hotel exclusively for women. And two years later, they were allowed male visitors, and it became a brothel. Now, now I have to ask: when they when it first opened, did it have a hotel dick? See, we should have just moved right along from there. You yeah, gave, yeah, you know, you're probably right. You gave, you gave me the opportunity, I took it, and we're all going to live to regret it. Probably. So let's let's go on now, and, and probably appropriately so, to 121 years ago, uh, on March 6th of 1899, when Bayer, uh, excuse me, the company Bayer registers aspirin as a trademark. That's right. And we could use a couple of those right now. Now, I, I think maybe the trademark might have expired uh, because I could have swore I saw aspirin somewhere else. Stop and think about it. You never saw the word aspirin anywhere mm -hmm. else. When you took an aspirin, you were taking a bear aspirin. That was, a, like you just said, right. a trademark name. I mean, it became mm. like one of those words like, like Xerox and Jacuzzi. I mean... All jacuzzis are hot tubs, but not all hot tubs are jacuzzis, you know, uh, or even Uber. Uh, and aspirin, yeah, I was just going to say. Aspirin became that kind of a thing. There was only one aspirin, mm -hmm. but any headache relief, any pain reliever was referred to as aspirin. Okay. Okay. Let's go on now to 132 years ago. Wow. Uh, March 4th, yeah, March 4th of night, or excuse me, 1888. I knew I was going to do that eventually. Of course, you were. uh, Newt Rockney, Newt Rockney, Newt Rockney, famous football, yeah, do it for the Gipper, win one for the Gipper, yeah, there you go, Thank exactly. You. Uh, by the way, Newt Rockney was born, I should probably uh, uh, clarify that. Oh, I thought he became a free agent that day. Yeah, that could be too, but, uh, well, he win, was win, a free win. agent. Win, win, win! <laughs> do you know the story of the 135 Gipper? years ago. No, I don't. Good. I'm not going to I do you. know, I do know that 135 years ago, on March 3rd of 1885, the American Telephone and Telegraph Company was incorporated in New York. That's it. 159 years but, ago, oh, on March 4th of eight. I gotta stop you. And since Did that, yeah, well, I'm going to. Whether I have to or not is. And AT and T, and all that time, still haven't figured out customer service. 
Well, this is true. They actually used to be. Although, it was a, AT&T was a lot better when they were flipping Monopoly. And, yeah. And, and ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and kittens, I was an AT&T customer for gosh darn, I don't know how many decades. About a year and a half ago, I finally bailed on them. I'm a T-Mobile guy now. Uh, I just couldn't put up with every time I had to call them uh, the nonsense. I just couldn't deal with it anymore. There's stories involved. Well, you know what? You know when I walk into an AT and T store these days, I, I should say I walk into the store. I don't deal with these clowns on the phone. To be oh, honest with you. Well, that may be, but I found. Let's let. It was a buildup over years, what? and we'll, we'll spend a half an hour one day, and I'll I'll go through my entire AT and T history. Okay, you do that for including me. working for them. I'm wait. I'm waiting. Yeah, but you know that's the reason I even picked this one out of the uh, out of the hat was I knew you used to work for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, 159 years ago on March 4th of 1861, uh, the first national flag of the Confederate States of America, the Stars and Bars, is adapted. Thank God. Thank God. Adopted. Because, excuse me. Thank God, because what will you put on the General Lee and the Dukes of Hazzards? Exactly, or what would, uh, or what would all these Trump supporters have to carry around? Absolutely correct, sir. Oh, oh, I wish I. God, I oh, I promised I wasn't going to be political in this segment. Eh, we screwed must that up. We must be close to the end. We are. We are. Uh, 171 years ago. Remember, I said we were going to 230 years ago, yeah. but not in single increments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, that's what's got me worried. We're going to go monthly. <laughs> 171 years ago, 1849, March 3rd, the territory of Minnesota is created. Uh, hey, I just had to do that. Of course you did. And, and uh, well, not that, and just to uh, prove that not everything good happens on this particular segment, 175 years ago, in March 3rd of 1845, Florida is admitted as the 27th state of these United States. What's wrong with Florida? Well, there's a long oh, list. Oh, come on. You know what? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I've been dogging Florida since uh, <laughs> since you and I met. So what what do you think is new here? Remember, I actually lived in that hellhole for a very long enough to have a cup of coffee. Well, you, you uh, lived in the real hellhole part of it. Well, there you go. Uh, let's see. Speaking of hell holes, uh, 183 years ago, on uh, March 4th of 1837, the city of Chicago is incorporated. And then they burned it down the next day. <laughs> and the Cubs, started, the Cubs started their losing streak. <laughs> Pretty much. Hey, but I always come to bring good news. Go ahead. The good news the the good news is 186 years ago on March 6th of 1834, uh-huh. York, Upper Canada is incorporated as Toronto. Canada, eh? Yeah, there's a shout out to our friends uh at Beck Taxi just because we are just so enamored with that Let's particular go. outfit. Put the biscuit in the basket, eh? Don't you know? Oh, don't yeah, you know is exactly. Minnesota. Okay, oh, let's, let's go get some Timmy's. What do you what do you think? 
Oh my God. Please, please. I'm almost to the end. Please. <laughs> notice, uh, I'm, notice I'm hiding here now. Yes, yes. Send your cards and letters. Uh, 223 years ago, on March 4th of uh, 1797, John Adams is inaugurated as the second president of the United States, becoming the first president to begin his presidency on March 4th. It was rigged. I don't know why. It was all a hoax. It it was it. Exactly. And last but not least, do you have, do you, do do, do we have a drum roll here? Oh, well, please. We can can probably, uh, uh, Ah, gosh darn it. I wasn't ready for you. Yeah, well, that that's not new here. Well, here, let's just do this. Vamp, vamp a little. As we... No, 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 vamp a little. I got I got it. You just got to vamp a little. Okay. Go ahead. Just... I, I vamp a lot. What are you, what are you, what are you talking about here? Just, 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 come uh, on. Come on. I'm you can it. do it. I'm doing it, Bubby. You can do it. You got to give me a heads come up on. sometimes. I mean, come on. I did twice. I did good. I did good, right? <laughs> your batting average is still below the Mendoza line, so let's don't break your arm patting yourself on the back there. Okay. <laughs> this is it. This is it. The last uh, item on this week's episode. This week's segment. There it is. On... March uh, 1st of 1790, 230 years ago, the United States Census is authorized. Huh? The United States Census is authorized. Wait a second. Wait a second. I went through all that. I went through digging. I had to run down to the vault. (laughs) I had to go through all these files. And all the dust and whatnot that's down there. And by the way, Gerald doesn't know it yet, but he's going to be responsible for cleaning the vault. And, uh, uh, oh, but I had to go, go through that for this, for the census. Mm -hmm. Hey, you did. Okay. Well, I, I, I do indeed, uh, apologize. I'll tell you what, let's lift your spirits here. Uh, as uh, we go back to the uh, the song of the week for uh, the uh, Wayback Machine, this will bring it to you from 1971, and the adorable, the adorable, the talented Sammy Davis Jr. Chocolate, chocolate malt, candy, gumdrops, anything you want. You've come to the right man because I'm the candy man. Who can take a sunrise? Sprinkle it with you. Cover it with chocolate and a miracle or two. The candy man. With love and makes the world taste good. Makes the world taste good. Uh, who can take a rainbow? Who can take a rainbow? Wrap it in a sign. 
Yeah, well, I decided to cut it back. There you go. Because we do have other more pressing issues here that we have to deal with. Are we doing right the laundry on the taxi stand? Or- Are we doing the laundry? What? You said pressing issues. I thought maybe. Uh- oh my god! Good lord! What am I? What am I gonna? You know, I, I tell you something. What am I gonna do? With Nothing. You? I mean, it's you're just gonna, you're uh, gonna continue to show up every Saturday. Because you can't do a show by yourself. I can't do a show by myself. So we're more or less stuck with each other. <laughs> Don't you realize that's what how about uh, 50% of all marriages now kind of... Uh, uh, well, kind of I, 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 you can't survive without me. I can't survive without you. So let's just stay married. Well, it, <laughs> it, it, it's you, me, and of course now Gerald. Isn't that right, Gerald? Absolutely. See that? Uh, go back in. Go back in your wormhole. Wow, <sighs> Mr. Shannon. He, he's not going to like you. Man. I'm afraid I must D- be going. D- yeah, see, now you've upset him. Now you've upset. Yeah, well, Gerald, come since on. Since when? Gerald, how, come... how long have you known me? Goodbye. Oh, see, see Goodbye. Now. Don't let the door hit you in the ass. <laughs> You are incredibly rude. Thank you. You'll get used to it, just like Mr. Van Ness has gotten used to. <laughs> and the longer this show goes, the ruder I get, by yeah, the way. There, there you go. All right. So. Hey. I don't have. I got. Uh, oh, go you, don't, you don't have anything. I got Fortunately, nothing. I have been collect. I've been collecting a few things here. Wait a second. Wait uh, a second. Slow down. Slow your roll. What you said? You had nothing. I had nothing like uh, the points thing. I still haven't come up with a segment, but I did want to mention something. I spoke to a friend of mine the other day. Uh, yes, it was her birthday. Actually, her birthday was yesterday. I called her Thursday night. And, you know, we were chatting and, you know, we got, we got to talking about football and I asked her what, you know, what her take on the XFL was. Uh, by the way, she knows more about football than most people. Uh, it was hard living with a New York Giants fan, especially when they came to, to play the Dolphins. But anyway, but I said, turns out she, she's been to an XFL game. She happened to be in D.C. a couple of weeks ago. And she went to see uh, a game there in D.C. And so, you know, we were talking about that. She says, yeah, and they explain everything over the PA system, everything that they're doing different. Now, we know that the announcers are doing it, you know, uh, the point. Mm -hmm. But she said, yeah, they're doing it all in the stadium as well. So, you know, it it was kind of an interesting uh, uh, take on it. I tried to get her to come on and talk about it. But uh, she has a smartphone, and only because somebody foisted it upon her. She's she is very much the rotary phone in the kitchen kind of gal. Uh, that, oh, I but see. By her own admission, that's the extent of her. Uh, oh, she was always like this. There was when uh, when we bought our first computer, we didn't buy our first computer. I bought my first computer. She wanted nothing to do with it. It was it was hard to get get her to work the answering machine. And again, by her own admission. <laughs> Not the most technologically uh, enhanced. But anyway, uh, 
do you want to play that uh, that 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 Redbeard video that we came across last night? That audio, I should oh say. yeah, I for I had almost forgot about that. Yeah, well, we do need a little bit of uh, I'll let fodder you, here. I'll let you intro it, you because I'm very confused about it now. Well, here's the here's the thing that uh, uh, we ran across uh, a video yesterday. Uh, on a tweet, of course, where we get 90% of of uh, what we uh, do around here. Uh, ran across this uh, uh, across this video of some guy uh, saying that he had uh, he had had all he could stand of uh, Garth Brooks because uh, of uh, the fact that he was wearing. You know, get this, a Barry Sanders. No, 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 no. You gave uh, it away. You gave it away. Just a Sanders jersey. A Sanders jersey. Let's play it from there. We'll play it from there. Okay. This video's for Garth Brooks. You know, I've seen on Fox News that this past Saturday, Garth, you were in Detroit, Michigan, where the Lions play, and you had the balls to wear a Sanders jersey for that socialist Bernie Sanders. What happened to you, Garth? I used to like your music. And you know what? This is America. You vote for whoever you damn well please. Bernie Sanders, Colonel Sanders, Belt Sanders, I don't care. But as long as you're not voting for my president, Donald J. Trump, then I'm done with you. You know, you might as well change your name from Garth to Darth because you done went to the dark side, brother. And, and what's with all these celebrities talking about politics anyway? You know, making me question my morals and beliefs. As long as you're political beliefs don't match up with mine, then you need to keep your mouth shut and sing your little songs like we pay you to. You know, you don't see Kid Rock talking about politics when he's hanging out in the Oval Office, do you? No. You don't see Kid Rock talking about who who I should vote for when he's on the golf course with Donald Trump, do you? No. And he's coming to my town this summer, Kid Rock, and I'm going to be sitting front row center with the $13 uh, beer in each hand, singing along to every song, and that could have been you, Garth, but not anymore. You know, because you're not coming to my small town, and the tickets in the next closest city were too expensive, and you had the balls to wear a Bernie Sanders jersey. I used to like your music, but I'm done. See, this is what I think of you, Garth. All your tapes, I'm done. All your little tapes, out the window. You know, you better hope and pray you got some more friends in low places because you're going to need them to go to your little shows. And it got me thinking, we might as well form our own country music group. Garth, you be Brooks and I'll be done. Now get off my property. <laughs> you know, you know, I've listened to it now. The first time I, I watched that video. Now, mind you, it's a gentleman where he's wearing a MAGA hat. He's got a full beard, red. It's uh, He's sitting in his car. And the first time I listened to him, boy, this guy's a jerk. This is this guy's an idiot. At the end, when he, he you hear what sounds like the window, he throws two CDs out the window. And it wasn't until the second viewing that I realized one of them was a Kid Rock CD, and the other was Titanic. And somebody pointed out in the, in the in the tweet that it was oh it's satire, and because on first listen it's like you idiot, you know, 
Kid Rock, you know, first off, it's Barry Sanders, you moron. And there's the whole, that's the whole premise of the joke. And of course, Mm -hmm. now the more I see it, the more I listen to it, I realize the guy was brilliant. You know, talking about Kid Rock Mm -hmm. and his, he doesn't talk politics when he's in the Oval Office. Of course he doesn't have to. He's in the old, you know, playing golf. And, but I think the best shot at Kid Rock was, you know, I'm going to go see him when he comes to play my town, you know. It's too small for anybody else. <laughs> That's basically it's Kid Rock can only you know can barely sell out you know a five hundred person club anymore as opposed to or a Native American casino uh, uh, amphitheater or whatever. Yeah, right, five hundred seats, six hundred uh, seats, and uh, mm. it, it it was actually brilliant. I I took and, it and seriously. The- Oh, so did I. He had me hook, line, and sinker. Well, you that were the reason. Me, you were the reason I saw you were, it. I, yeah, I was the reason that you saw it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the The individual's name is Brett Turhum, and I, uh, I forgive me if I slaughtered your name here. Uh, his Twitter handle is at Brett Turhum, and the last name is spelled T E. H U N E. If if you go to his Twitter, you know this guy is either. I still not. I still don't know how to take it. Uh, he, good lord, he has thirty one thousand followers huh. on the old Twitter. Um, I may, as a matter of fact, as we speak, I'm clicking the old follow uh, uh, button here on him. I, this guy has become a little bit of an enigma because if you uh, if you look at his uh, Twitter profile, it's God, guns, and country. Well, you know, uh, but is this is this a parody account or is he is he serious? It's hard to based on uh, what it, based on what we just heard. Okay, and again, I had to peel the the the, the layers away. And there were a lot of layers. And there were a lot of layers. And I, all I could think was holy shit. And uh, the guy, the guy's brilliant. The guy is absolutely brilliant. Mm-hmm. So, cheers to you! I'll be following him at some point during the afternoon. Uh, yeah, funny, funny stuff. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, this. Uh, I don't know how many. I, you know, you can't go into the actual views on a uh, particular video, at least through Twitter. But you know, this this tweet that he put out with this video. Uh, has been uh, liked 22,000 times <laughs> replied to he's definitely got a f- uh, he's definitely got a few people with their und- undies in a bundle including me uh, and me 5,000 yeah, 5,864 replies and I sent a picture uh, of Barry Sanders along yeah <laughs> yeah and whatever he was whatever he was doing mission accomplished yeah no kidding uh, no kidding. Uh, so uh, here's the deal: if he's serious, or if this is a parody, hats off to you. Mission, like I said, mission right. accomplished. He, uh, he 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 accomplished what he was wanting to do with that. Bravo. Uh, the person who the the person who actually uh, put this out was a uh, uh, actor, writer, producer by the name of uh, Noah Kinsley. And uh, his Twitter handle is the Noah Kinsley. Uh, he, uh, 
uh, he's the one that brought this one, uh, uh, or where I saw this uh, from, was his tweet originally, and uh, uh, he he pointed out that it was obviously a a pair or a, a satire. Satire, yes, yes, yes. Uh, so, well, again, hats off, and uh, but this is, you know, I tell you something. With everything that's going on in this country, and there's a lot of serious stuff going on in this country right now, you know, between coronavirus, by, and by the way, it's uh, cdc.com, or cdc.gov, excuse me. That is correct. Yeah, we uh, haven't said that in a couple of minutes. Exactly. Uh, we, uh, um, there's a lot of serious stuff going on here with this whole, uh, now, of course, with the election and the primary, it, uh, it, it, it the Democrats are showing, uh, and I'm sorry, pardon me for this, because uh, going off the rails here a little bit. No, we got 10 minutes. Uh, Let, realize, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. We haven't really talked about the Democrats. Well, it is, I'm starting to get a little annoyed, to be honest with you here. Now, I granted the whole primary process, you got now uh, six, uh, what, about six serious individuals here vying for the. Uh, for the uh, nomination, um, I think only maybe one, maybe one to three of them actually have a snowball's chance in hell of getting the nomination. And I hate to break it to you, but, I don't think your girl is one of them. No, I, I hate to say it. You know, the thing is, if she doesn't, here's my measuring stick. Super Tuesday is uh, this coming, uh, this coming Tuesday the third. Yes. Where a bunch of states, I don't know, I, I, I think 14. it's like 10 states, 14, 14. 14. that, that uh, will go to the polls in primaries. And Minnesota is one of them. Oh, is it? If Minnesota, yeah, Minnesota is one of those, uh, one of those states. If Amy Klobuchar does not blow the rest of the field away by well, 20 God. points or more. Thank God you said away. Uh, Jesus Christ! What am I gonna? And, and they and I'm considered the pig of the two of us. That's that's what bothers me here right now. Is I'm the guy that's got all the nasty toilet humor and and uh, sexual jokes and all that kind of stuff. And here you come up with that. Mm. That, that that is the that is the beauty of it. Because jeez, oh, because I am the cleverer. Uh, one of the uh oh okay it's my it's uh, my if that str- makes you it's my strategy if that makes you feel better at the end of the day if that makes you feel good i'm all for it man it makes me feel better in the middle Seriously. of the day too yeah there you so go so anyway getting back to the uh the democrats uh well just i just was going to say here that if amy does not win huge in minnesota Oh, she's got to win Minnesota. Uh, this is, yeah, no question. Well, well, not just win Minnesota, not just eke out Minnesota no, by she's a couple gotta, of points. She's got to. She. I, I don't even want to use the word anymore, but she's got to win big yeah. in Minnesota. <laughs> she's got to look. Get, I'm just like a baseball pitcher. <laughs> You're just okay, I served the you now. one fastball. Yeah. You're avoiding the strike um, zone now. Exactly. 
Look, oh I, man! I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not breaking any news here, but clearly, uh, not only today, South Carolina, but Tuesday, you know, Tuesday is going to tell a lot. Uh, Joe Biden, who is basically out of money right now, from what I understand, he's not even he has no money for media buys in in the Super Tuesday states. Um, I think Bloomberg will limp along here simply because his money will allow him to. I would really love to see Tom Steyer seems like a hell of a guy and he lost me at reparations. I don't think he ever had it. I don't think he ever had a shot in hell, but he lost me at reparations and someday we can take a two hour show. Anybody that's listened to this, you can call in live and we can talk about that. I'm not going to go into it here and it's not for the reasons you think it is, but he lost me there at reparations he wasn't. He didn't have me to begin with, so essentially, Tom Steyer is next on my list of right below Bernie. Of uh, he's he's off my list, but if he's the guy, that's who I'll vote for. Exactly. He, he's my ham sandwich. Ham sandwich twenty twenty. Uh, uh, according, I had to, I had to consider the source, but I just saw this uh, tweeted here. Apparently, in a CS, uh, CNN SSRS, whatever the hell that is, general election poll. Again, this is Texas, keep in mind. Yeah. The only one, it, it looks like the only candidate, this is what they're saying, the only candidate that actually could beat Trump in Texas is Joe Biden. I believe that. Uh, yeah. Now, again, again, I can't say this enough. This is Texas, but apparently... Biden wins by by one point or one percentage point over uh, Trump. Otherwise, uh, he's dead even uh, with Warren, uh, has a one uh, one point advantage over uh, Bloomberg, one point advantage over Buttigieg, uh, two point advantage, which now this is kind of, well, maybe it doesn't surprise me, but two point advantage over Sanders and a three point advantage over Klobuchar. All right, but let's remember this, John. And as much as I hate to agree with Trump on anything, he's right about this. Didn't we learn in 2016 the polls uh, really don't yeah, seem to... Yeah, this is true. Look, people will say one thing and then go into the booth and do something else, which is their right to do. Absolutely, mm-hmm. it is their right. Uh, I don't take a whole lot into the polls. I don't, I, I, you know, because people will lie. People will lie because they don't want to admit mm-hmm. that, you know, well, I like this one over that one. I, you know, uh, again, their choice. That's their option to, to mm-hmm. do that. So the polls, eh, you know, who knows? Let's count the votes. Let's see. I'm personally tired of the whole two year shebang, uh, the whole election process anyway. I think we should go to the system like they use in Great Britain. Six weeks. That's it. Six weeks. Mm. There's no campaigning, nothing, until six weeks out from Election Day. Because we've lived yeah. with this for years. It's like the never-ending campaign. The never-ending campaign. It's, it, it, yeah, it, unfortunately, it, that probably won't happen here. And if anything... Uh, and by the way, I want, I want to send a little message to uh, my uh, Democratic friends here. That the uh, just because let let's say let's say whoever whatever Democrat wins the election, you name it, 
things aren't going to change in a day. For one thing, you think we as Democrats were licking our wounds when uh, Trump won the election? There's going to be a whole new group of uh, group of people licking their wounds, and they're not going to be very nice in the process of licking their wounds. And uh, I, I think this whole political discord, just because we, uh, even if we elect for some miracle, we wind up electing um, Amy Klobuchar, who I still think would have somewhat of a calming effect on, in this uh, situation. It's kind of like the, you know, when you drink a bottle of Pepto-Bismol there to cure your uh, heartburn. Uh, it, it's not going to, this isn't going to go away. More importantly, what has to be kept in mind, well, uh, what has to be done is the Democrats have to take over the Senate, keep the House, and take over the Senate. Because this way, even if Trump stays in office, all this falderall mm-hmm. stops. This, this blatant disregard for the law and, and, and the laws of the land, uh, stop. He wants, he wants the two females on the Supreme Court to recuse themselves from any Trump-related oh. stuff. I mean, come on. I saw that. Yeah. And, and remember, the Senate said to him, you can do whatever you want. Mitch McConnell said, do whatever you want. Because mm-hmm. we're not going to have witnesses. We're not going to have documents. So you, And of course, it's all a hoax. And if you don't discipline your child, your child is never going to learn. And uh, yeah. But again, the key thing is House and Senate. We got to get... First off, get Mitch McConnell out of there one way or the other. You you nice folks in Kentucky, you need to boot his sorry ass out. And by the way, if, uh, contribute to some of these races. I think, uh, is Lindsey Graham up for re-election? I, I forget off the top of my head. But I know for a fact McConnell is. Jim Jordan is in Ohio uh, every two years. You nice folks up, up there. Uh you got to get him out of there not for no other reason than he kept his mouth shut during that whole uh, wrestler debacle. I mean, mm-hmm. if for no other reason. And and he's just, yeah. you know. Look, it's one thing to be a, a, be a zealous advocate to do what you need to do for your con- constituents, but uh, he's he's just a he's just a angry dog straining on the leash. That's that's all he is. And again, just a reminder before we get out of here, cdc.gov. Okay? Go there for your information. Use common sense. Wash your hands. Uh, try not to sneeze on people, cough on people. Wash your hands. 20 seconds under the hot water. doesn't have to be scalding. Uh, cdc.gov. Get your information there. Do not depend on the White House for accurate information and yeah because you're talking about you're talking about some place that's calling this a, a hoax this is right. a big plot by the democrats and you lose me right there there goes the leadership right out the window all right well i guess it's time to wrap this puppy up here for this uh, particular uh, week here the taxi stand hour on radio tfi once again, Ed and I appreciate you listening, and uh, hey, this, the floor is yours. We'll see you next week, or we'll at least uh, talk to you next week. From Egan, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. Adios.
See ya! Ta-ta for now. Tata for now.